0: Watch Who. Hello! hello, And welcome to To Watch Who, a Doctor podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. I'm a Dot Two fan.
1: And I'm new to watching who?
0: Watching for the very first time.
1: Very first time!
0: Yes! And it is a, a new start. A new year. A new Doctor. We are recording just after Christmas...
1: Yeah, we're in. What do they call this now? Twixmas,
0: the bit in between Christmas yeah, and New Year. Yeah, I think it's
1: called Twixmas. Or can't remember. It's something I've never like heard
0: that. that. Well, this will probably be going out after New Year. So hope everyone had a happy New Year.
1: Yeah, happy New Year.
0: Hey, I haven't really got like a an intro bit today because I thought we would just catch up about Christmas and and everything that's been going on.
1: Well, you watched the Christmas Day one.
0: Yes. I yep.
1: liked that we both watched a Christmas Day one, and then our conversation was like... I like guess screenshots." <laughs> it. was talking about spoons.
0: I think you said, did you like the new Doctor Who? I did, you yeah. And I said, yes, I did. And then you were like, I asked for a big spoon, and my mum gave me this big spoon. <laughs> it was
1: a really big spoon.
0: <laughs> it was. Oh, but also, actually, there was a, a little update. Sad news, the guy who played Mike Yates passed away
1: oh that's sad news
0: so richard franklin who who was do you remember him he was the guy he worked for unit
1: yeah i remember mike um, gates
0: yeah yeah he was the one in the dinosaur one that sort of went bad yeah 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 so and he was always really i met him loads of times at conventions and he was really really nice oh. um got some nice photos with him and stuff so yeah that was really sad uh so we yeah we thought he was a good character i think he won did he win a Dosca for something i think i
1: feel like he might have done well like if we were better hosts we'd know this stuff
0: i know i should have looked that up (laughs) on our wiki but i didn't uh but no i just wanted to say that and yeah that's really sad news so but shall we get on to this today's story controversial (laughs) the twin dilemma so, last week, we had The Caves of Androzani, and that was the last uh, story of The Fifth Doctor, which was voted for, you know, the one of the best Doctor Who stories ever, ever. Yeah. Would it surprise you to know that The Twin Dilemma is always voted the worst Doctor Who story ever?
1: Um, I don't think it would surprise me, knowing the fandom. It, look, it's not great, right? Do I Can I think of worse? Absolutely.
0: Do you know what? Yeah, I watched it today and I had breaks in between each episodes and I think that really helped. And it wasn't as bad. I, I It has a reputation for being the worst, but I don't think it, it
1: really I can is. think of worse. Like the fucking screw one annoys me, but people love that. But then there's others that I was like, I never ever want to go near again. I'll relive that and I don't really want to relive this one but probably not for the same reasons.
0: Colin Baker is the doctor now and he is brilliant.
1: He's brilliant, right? Like I I think he's really good. Like you can't it's just it's just a really odd choice that they've chosen to go with but the script is what the script is, right? So like you're given a, like that's really evident because he's really good at it. And you can tell there's like an enthusiasm And a passion, but he's an actor playing a script and a part. And I don't feel like that's a doctor. There's moments of it, it's not like completely, it's just, it's a really strange choice that they've gone for in terms of direction. It's not like when we've watched some like side characters and we've been like, or even some companions sometimes have been like, what are they doing? I didn't feel that. I felt like he was really like owning it and owning his moment and like, Owning being the doctor, just this version of it, that like that's I guess my biggest criticism of it, but it's not of him, and it's not of the story itself. Is fine, really. It's not horrific. There's some, like, there's some really good acting moments in it. The other traveler guy, he's the time lord, isn't he?
0: Oh, Asmael, yeah, the yeah, old guy. He's
1: really good. Like I thought he was really good and strong throughout, and like uh, the. And we will come to this, but the shooter guy that's with them, he's really good. He makes some odd choices, but he's really good. The twins are a bit annoying. But then actually I didn't think they were awful. They're probably teenagers. They were twins. They're just saying their lines, they're doing their things. You know, like they're just annoying because they're twins and they're playing it. It's been played in a certain way, right? And actually, their first story, I thought set up quite well. Like, you get what they are. They're not bad.
0: Well, yeah, so you weren't keen on Colin Baker when he first appeared last week with his looking into the camera moment. I'm
1: still not. Ironic, isn't it, that like we've just finished uh, the Christmas Day special where she looked into the camera?
0: <laughs> and also, it's the last one of the season.
1: It's, it doesn't feel like it. I did manage to get through it, and I managed to follow it.
0: So, I mean, that first shot with the twins playing what chess or whatever in that room, you just see it, and I just think... This is no budget here at all. There's no money for this, for these sets. There's a lot of tinfoil in these sets. They're just in the TARDIS for a lot of the time. And you get the twins, Romulus and Remus. I mean, they don't have a good reputation with fandom. I've...
1: <laughs> like... I mean, no, they're not great, but they're equally just fine. They're child actors that are twins that look very, very similar. And they're fine. Their characters are that. So there's not really anywhere to embellish with it.
0: It must be hard to cast, like, twin actors as well. You know, there's not like this.
1: I think there's reasons why famous twins do really well, if they're good. Like, I'm thinking of, like, the twins that were in Friends, the boys, or Mary-Kate and Ashley. (laughs)
0: Yeah, they should have cast Mary-Kate and Ashley instead. (laughs) So we have that whole setup.
1: I was going to say um, Lindsay Lohan because of Parent Trap, but she's not a twin. <laughs> does she play? She both plays both the twin. She plays both parts.
0: I've not seen it.
1: No, Mark, you'd love it. It's right up your street.
0: <laughs> well, they could have done a Lindsay Lohan and just had the same one, but then they'd have to cut back and forth and it would be... Anyway, so we've got Romulus and Remus, whatever. Let's go on to Perry Trauma Watch at the moment. So oh, she has She's had... Rough. A, she's had Uh, So far, she's met the fifth Doctor and Turlo, almost drowned, all that stuff happened with Chameleon, gone straight on to Androzani and got Spectrox Toxemia the whole time, and when she's better, the Doctor regenerates, and he is so horrible to her. I mean, she takes it quite well in terms of what's going on. You don't even know what a
1: Peary is, do you, Perry? No. (laughs) I'll tell you. Apiri is a good and beautiful fairy in Persian mythology. The interesting thing is, before it became good, it was evil. And that's what you are. Thoroughly evil. Doctor, stop it!
0: He's really unstable to begin with, and we've not had this before. And it is a choice to say, this Doctor's not going to be likeable straight away. The idea was that it will develop over time. At first he's like this, and then he'll soften and... It will keep the audience, you know, on their toes a little bit. I, I think it's a really big mistake, though, and I think that's... Because end of the season, you've got this... Everyone's tuning in to see what the new Doctor's like. Yeah. He's really horrible for a long time as well. I think it could have been, like, for the first couple of scenes, and then he's the Doctor. But it it was the whole story, nearly. Yeah, like, I mean, I like, he makes problem. some
1: arrogant choices. No, I, I can deal with him having a bit of a complex, right? That I can sort of deal with. I was saying to my mum, like, because I was discussing it with her, and I said, like, the doctor's always different, right? You have different, but the one thing that he always has is compassion. He's what is it? He's got two hearts, and he's got compassion. Like he has compassion for, you know. And I, I was talking to her, I was saying like the dark look at me having like intellectual conversations with my mother about Doctor Who, and I was saying the one where like the Dalek one, where it's a choice of like whether. He can kill them and he won't because they're intelligent life. Like that's kind of like he has morality and compassion, but I mean, maybe it's more morality than compassion actually. He has a, a very strong moral sense of center. That's literally the constant. He can be a fighter doctor, he can be a silly doctor, he can be a serious doctor, but he always has that at his core. And so to not have that kind of like loses what that character is. I can deal with someone having a, ego and someone thinking they're amazing and like, because you almost need the arrogance to get through those situations but he was just arrogant for being arrogant it was a really odd direction to have gone in
0: Yeah, and when he I mean, again, this is famous for, he tries to strangle Perry, Yeah, poor Perry this is, again, trauma watch for her I think it goes up to like an 8 on the trauma scale here, because She's in this situation, she still doesn't know the Doctor very well, he suddenly changes, and it's all in the TARDIS as well, where you're supposed to feel safe, where can she feel safe, like, if he's turning on her, because she's upset that later on that she thinks she's, he's dead or whatever, but, like, he's so horrible to her, why doesn't she just want get to get out straight away, she puts yeah. up with it's so that knows much... Him. She doesn't know it. She could just walk away and be like, okay, now you've done this. This is like, I don't know, it just it doesn't feel realistic in any way that this there's a relationship. The conversation
1: in the wardrobe is really strange. It's it's like it's two people that don't know each other, and that's really evident. And also, I think some of the things she was saying, I just didn't believe it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I just, i mean, but there is later on in part three there is that conversation which I've not really noticed before, where he says to her, "I've been so horrible to you. Why are you even bothered that I'm still alive?" And she—and she says, "Well, I've still got compassion." She does say that. Um, I've not noticed that before, and I think maybe I mean, is that put in just to show you know show why she is still there. That's
1: his moment, doesn't he? Where when he finds out she's missing, and it's that cliffhanger. He goes, Perry. A horrendous cliffhanger he does grow but i can't it it's too long that first episode of him not even they bring that it was weird they bring that guy in she's like and he's like i can't remember what he says i'll like, oh, just get rid of him it's so distant and i i wish there'd been more moments of like if we could see that this was like a developing thing there could have been more moments of like change I don't know.
0: But he, he's supposed to sort of have these moments where suddenly he's all right and then suddenly he's like really violent and unstable. But it ju- I don't think it works because, you know, like with the Fifth Doctor, I mean, I know he's in a box unconscious most of the time and you had Teagan and Nyssa and Tegan stood sort of stepped up and was like, right, we need to get the TARDIS sorted. We need to do this. We need to do this. Perry sort of does that in in a way. She's like, look, we need to work out what's going on here with this Hugo guy, the police guy that's in there and everything. But it just doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't work in the same way. And I think Perry really tries, but she just.
1: The I'm just watching. It's oh, so weird. It's that first
0: weird. episode, I'm just watching her being traumatized in this horrible situation the whole time. And I'm like, I don't want to watch this. I don't want to be in this adventure because everyone is just really horrible. And I'm just watching her put up with this terrible person.
1: It's a shame because the thing is, you can see the potential of. Colin Baker as, as an actor and what he's
0: he brilliant. Think. He is absolutely brilliant as an actor. This is the Sixth Doctor, not Colin Baker. We're talking like Colin Baker is brilliant, and he's yeah, a really yeah, nice and person. you can see
1: <laughs> that. And but equally for Perry, like she's we've seen how how like confident she was. Like you see it in and it's such a it's just a really poor script. It's a, if you're asking me like what I just think it's a really poor script. It's people really trying and really giving with a wet flannel. yes yeah yeah kind of like you know they're trying to clean up a mess but they haven't got any soap so they're just rubbing it and they are trying but it's not it's not scrubbing up
0: well okay let's look at some other points then we see the tardis wardrobe that's cool we love seeing the tardis wardrobe but it's not the tardis
1: wardrobe. wardrobe is it it's a closet of clothes
0: that's the hardest wardrobe. That's the room, isn't it? Yeah, but we it's not because
1: it. when we've seen it before, it's a big room and there was nothing that you... They could have used some really clever trickery to make it seem bigger. They obviously don't have a lot of space. I want it to seem like a full room. They could have used some, like, paint backdrop that made it appear long or something. you know what I mean? Like, they could have used, like, a mirror effect or something. It's supposed to be this vast space. It looks like a closet, like, an over-the-top closet with some rails and stuff in and, like, stuff thrown everywhere. But, like, we know, but when we've seen it's big, it's a freaking TARDIS, it's a massive beast. It should be huge.
0: Okay, well, speaking of clothes, then, so clothes watch, big, big one here. Sixth Doctor's costume.
1: Yeah, it's odd. Again, this all comes down to that scene where she's like, you can't wear that. And he's like, yeah, I can.
0: So the idea is he's supposed to be tasteless. He's supposed to be brash and tasteless and, you know, opposite to what we've just had with the Fifth Doctor. I mean, the Fifth Doctor's outfit wasn't exactly, uh, you know, subtle, but this is like, and everyone again talks about the Sixth Doctor. Why did he have that? That's what the producer wanted. They wanted this thing to stand out. It's very costume-like.
1: I like the cat.
0: Oh, but he always has has a cat badge, and if we keep an eye, he changes his cat badge, and then people used to send in their own cat badges for him to wear. See,
1: that's cute. that's
0: nice. I like the cat badge.
1: I like that he was rubbing it when he was moving.
0: Yeah, Yeah. but um, Colin Baker always says, when he first got the part, they were like, what do you want to wear? And he said he wanted what, like, Christopher Eccleston wore. He wanted, like, a leather jacket, like a black leather jacket and stuff. And he, he always... I think he's embraced it now, and... People dress up at conventions and things, and you know it's great for that kind of thing nowadays, but back then it wasn't seen as the you know it was like what is this for all this time it was like oh you you're the one stuck with that costume because in every scene i mean I suppose though for the leading actor, he stands out in every scene I suppose that's a good thing
1: but it's a shame because he's got great charisma. Like he's 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 got great presence. You almost don't need the costume for it. It's it, again, it's just it's a weird choice of gone with. Equally though, I think it fits into this whole he's an eccentric. I just took it as like um, he's eccentric, and she's she knew because let's be honest, the other doctor also that was a bit of an eccentric outfit. They're generally a little bit quirky what he wears, and it's sort of that's kind of the fun of it, isn't it?
0: But. I suppose we're in the 80s now, and I suppose it's, again, an eye to costume and merchandise and things, and that will stand out on, on things. But I
1: didn't think of it any more than, like, it's just bright and, you know, it's not a cape or anything like that. It's just bright and over the top. And, like, I kind of thought to myself, "Why have you found this in the wardrobe? Like, where has this come from? At what century or time did this appear that you thought, I'm going to take that back and keep it on the TARDIS just in case? Yeah, what do you think of Perry's outfit? She gets a different outfit. I enjoy her little outfit. It's very eighties. Do you know what it reminds me of? I can think of friends in the eighties who were born in the eighties, in their like two-year-old like costumes, wearing that tartany top and a nice flowy skirt. And I can imagine, like I was just showing you my my pictures. (laughs) Me, I can like it's that eighties sort of look.
0: The weirdest choice, though, is. Hugo, the policeman, when he goes into the wardrobe room and gets changed and gets a glittery dressing gown thing. So I said to my
1: mum, I was like, (laughs) here's this man's journey, right? He's a soldier. He goes out, gets knocked out, wakes up, and he's in a very unfamiliar place. He tries to shoot them and passes back out again, right? He wakes up again, walks into a room of clothes and then just puts on a sparkly number and walks out. That is like, that's his journey in essence, isn't it? He's passing it out of consciousness. And then the second or third time, he's gone, well, I'll put this on, this little sparkly gem on. It's the weird why they thought, I know what we'll do. We'll put it like, it would have made more if, if they needed him out of the target. So when he had that moment back in, but why didn't they just have him? go exploring like he could just go off it's supposed to be freaking massive he just happens to walk into wardrobe where we've just been and put on a sparkly number
0: well and he also found the power pack that perry hid in that pocket of that sparkly one
1: of course because yeah why not
0: <laughs> i mean that's my that must be the time he's from that's what people wear it as casual wear a It's, re- it's dressing a, gown.
1: but why would he do that why would he just walk into a room that he doesn't know, put on a sparkly coat, even if it a your time, and be like, "Yeah, I'll wear this." It's so weird. That was one of the that was one of the moments. It's like, what is happening? But equally, in that same breath, I thought he was a great character. I thought he was a really strong actor, and I did enjoy him as a character. I thought he was going to be a companion.
0: Well, I, I thought you might be thinking that. I mean, that's Kevin McNally, so he's been he was in the Flux series recently, and he's most famous for I don't know who he plays, but he's in Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, he's in loads of films. Yeah. Story-wise, though, this is probably the first time that I've really like actually followed the story, and I did quite enjoy it. So you got Romulus and Remus; they're like stranger dangered out of there where where they live by by Asmail. He sort of puts like a Haribo on their arm and like
1: hypnotises
0: them. <laughs> he gives them
1: a Haribo ring.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't don't take Haribo rings from strangers. Yeah,
1: stranger danger.
0: I um, like he is a great actor as well. The guy who plays Asmail, he's like a proper.
1: Yeah, there's some really actor. strong actors. It's so weird because, like you say, yeah, good actors, isn't it?
0: I never understood why they took Romulus and Remus, but they've got, like, special mathematical powers. And then
1: they're really clever and they know that they could be a danger. So they've been trying to hide them away. And then he's come and he's bought intelligent life to help fix their problem because he knows that they're...
0: Yeah, because I, I don't know why I was writing because they were doing stuff on... On the computers doing their mathematics. I wrote TikTok. I think I meant that they'd be doing TikTok nowadays. <laughs> they'd be TikTok stars, Romulus and Remus nowadays. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote that.
1: I don't know why you wrote
0: that. <laughs> I wrote TikTok. In
1: my head, they'd be like chess champions.
0: Yes. They'd be like yeah.
1: the um the Williams, the Williams sisters of chess.
0: Right, yeah, I also wrote, these guys are like, how Doctor Who fans are feared to be seen.
1: <laughs> I, I don't think they'd be on TikTok because they're trying to keep them, like, their low profile.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I bet there's a maths TikTok community. Oh, I'm there. sure there is. And then, oh, so then we go to, there's a whole thing where the Doctor and Perry land on this planet and they find, well, they're in the dome thing and they find Asmael and all of that, who's a Time Lord. That's quite interesting. So there's all of that. I didn't understand the bird people to begin with. No.
1: And can we just talk costume with the slugs?
0: Oh, my God. So, again, we've run out of budget. Well, actually, if we start with the bird people, because...
1: I quite like the bird people costume. Yeah, but they don't need to
0: be bird people. I feel like they're like, we're end of season, we've got no budget, all we can afford is a bag of feathers. What can you do? And you know, but they could have just been nor they could have been just silver aliens. They don't need the horns. They don't need the feathers. It doesn't add anything. It just confuses things and make them look terrible. Just have a bit of eighties makeup, which we've seen before. Just leave the feathers out of there. Save your money. Don't spend on the feathers.
1: But equal, I I preferred bird people costume to slug costume.
0: Oh, slug was awful because he couldn't move. It was just like.
1: He didn't look like a slug. He didn't look slimy at all. He kind of looked like a butterfly without its wings. He had yes. big eyes like a butterfly,
0: yeah. and if
1: you've removed its wings, that sort of body.
0: It's sort of like the caterpillar in Alice in Wonderland. That kind of thing, isn't he? Not yeah. a slug, though.
1: It's re- it's such a. It's not slimy. You know, slugs are slimy. They're supposed. He should be like shiny. He should literally. It feels like they covered him in hairspray instead.
0: He's the right shape though. I think we should do another baking challenge. And I was gonna say we should either we should make Tegan and Turlo, but I think we should make Mestor.
1: Mark. The Mestor baking.
0: No, but like a grey and he had like red on his tummy, it could be like red velvet, cake. I think I think we should do the the mess or baking challenge.
1: Mark, he just looked like a giant shit that was grey. <laughs>
0: no. I've seen no, similar
1: things come out my bum. Like Oh my
0: god. Oh my it's god. It's true. He looks like
1: a giant grey shit.
0: No. Oh my god. With
1: arms and big eyes he does you know I mean?
0: no he wasn't great and be- and with- there's no mouth there's no like movement of the poor actor in there there's no like
1: what are you want about like there's nothing so you want to make a cake of something that's like a blob like a slug well you make a mess
0: store you make him with your with your you know your thingies and your eyes and make a slug cake okay we won't make a slug cake then <laughs> I just thought the mess store cake challenge would be fun, but no, okay.
1: I just, like, I don't know how I'd explain that. I don't think I'd want to eat it.
0: Okay. What would you... Oh, well, we'll talk after. We should do another baking <laughs> challenge. So. Well, I, I was going to say make Tegan and Turlo. That would be fun. That'd make be hard. Nice tonight, okay? Yeah, no, but that might be quite fun. But when I saw mess store today, I was like, that is what we need to bake.
1: Okay. I mean, if people really want us to make a shit slug cake... We'll okay, do it. Okay, let us know.
0: Okay, let us know. If we get enough people saying yes, then Sarah's got to do it.
1: <laughs> I'll make it gray instead of brown.
0: But no, the the bird people, like any of the costumes, are just terrible in this. The whole thing, even like any, there's just the look but, of it. But like
1: of the two, the unnecessary bird people, I preferred. At least they could move. At least you could tell what they were. But and they, at least they tried like, to make.
0: A beak. And they've just put a bit of tin foil on the end of his nose and pointed it and just stuck it on. It's just...
1: It felt more effective than Slug.
0: But if you remember, like, last week, Caves Is everything looked amazing. The lighting, the sets, the direction. And then you get this, which is a different... A director who's done a lot, but I, I just... You can tell this director just... I think he's just getting on with it. There's no effort to do anything different there any interesting angle, any interesting... Maybe he worked with the actors a lot and helped develop... I don't know. But I don't think he... Re- I think it was point and shoot. Let's get on with it. The lighting is bad. Like, it, just those tinfoil, like, computer banks and stuff. Even, like, the slug trails are painted on the floor. I mean, it's...
1: Yeah, it's not, it's know, not wonderful. You,
0: it's just such a change as well from last week to this week. It's the biggest, like... Fall of
1: production. It's it's a shame because the weird game they like. There were some elements that I quite liked. Like I liked their little room that they were in right at the start. I know it's a bit shit, but I quite. It it's a very short period of time they're there. I enjoyed their games room.
0: Well, they're playing chess and stuff.
1: No, went, well then they're on the chairs, weren't they, back to back, and like.
0: Yeah, I know. Oh, but then even like you know when they're in the prison thing that. The sofa like the beds and stuff are just like plastic. Why do they always do that with space beds and make them really uncomfortable? And even Asmel lying down was just on like the thinnest cushion. Like lying down. It's like why it's I know it's space, but you can be comfy. <laughs> like, it, it, but it's the eighties, I think. It's what it's just cheap eighties. Yeah. I I think we'd get something looking better in the 60s. I just, I don't know what happened here.
1: Well, you see, Mark, like, design changed. And we went away from the quality and we went for quantity.
0: Yeah, I think We lost our craftsmanship
1: along the way and and ended up with blow-up sofa beds and stuff.
0: But um, but in terms of the actors are doing as best they can, especially Doctor and Perry. I mean,
1: that is, to be honest, the only saving grace of it. Because a lot of them could have just, like, read it in.
0: Yeah, no, they don't. They don't at all. They all give it a hundred percent. They really like that's do. that
1: is literally what stops this from being for me one of the worst because I can think of somewhere they're just saying it and they're not really engaged and they're not.
0: So the idea in the story is Asmail was head of this planet, and then the slug guys came in and took over. He's working for the slug, so he's not really a baddie actually because he doesn't really want to capture the no, kids. No,
1: no. He's doing it for the. He's doing it for the the for planet, people. isn't he? Because yeah. otherwise they'll be destroyed. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then the slug wants to take the two planets and bring them nearer to the planet so they can be like larder food for for the space and stuff. That's. This is the first time I've understood the plot ever watching this. I don't watch this one very much. I don't choose to watch this much. <laughs> well,
1: I you liked your note on things that explains it very like again. And it got me thinking when I was watching the war Things, like the what things. When they're going through the wall and he's, the paintings are on the wall and he's like explaining.
0: Oh, he's saying about the history of what happened in the planet. Yeah.
1: Why is that always.
0: Their history is carved into a, a, a everyone's wall. Everyone's
1: colony, yeah. they carve it into a wall. Our history's not carved into a wall. If we were doing it, there'd be a timeline, there'd be like a comic book, or there'd be a, a screen that you could like flick through. It's so funny to me that like. And now we're going to show the ancient history on this wall. <laughs> yeah.
0: well, I, I didn't get it at first. I was like, well who are Asmel's people because he's supposed to be in charge, but it's the bird people that are on the planet and it's the slug people that have invaded and taken over. I thought the bird people were part of the slug people, but there's I was like, why is it birds and slugs? but it's not. But then why but Asmel is a time lord that came down to help be in charge of the bird people? That's why he's not a bird person.
1: <laughs> and and also he's sort of in sync with the slug leader. Well,
0: they've all got telepathic powers, they seem, don't they?
1: Yeah. But they really do. Like, there's something.
0: Yeah.
1: I can't remember what I they like... say, but
0: yeah. I actually my favourite bit actually was when the Doctor and Perry were escaping from the bomb and he did the little time thing. I thought that was quite a fun bit. But then you said that Perry's got a Kim Kardashian crying face. Oh my at gosh, the end yeah. Of part
1: three, I sent it to think. you, didn't no, I? Two.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's Perry's. Does her?
1: Perry does her best. Kim K.
0: I mean, the cliffhangers are, te- are like, yeah, like you say, the they're all terrible. Going, I mean, he gets Perry, and then she gets
1: Oh Doctor,
0: you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> and they and they've arguing the whole time, so they shouldn't be bothered about what happens no, to each and, other. No,
1: and yeah, what's there's <laughs> you know? one more. What's the other cliffhanger?
0: Uh oh, him um Hugo uh gonna sh- is gonna shoot the Doctor.
1: That is literally the best cliffhanger, and it's not a great one.
0: No, no. Well, if if you want to see a summary of somebody watching The Twin Dilemma, my Mariah Carey watches The I, Twin Re- Dilemma. I retweeted
1: it. Tweet,
0: yeah. I did that ages ago. <laughs> I retweeted it on our thing. Mariah Carey did, uh, had some opinions on The uh, Twin Dilemma, so have a look on our Twitter for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the, actually, there's a nice thing where Asimil dies, and that's the Doctor, you know, he sort of sacrifices himself... Because it's about this slug goes into his mind and all of that kind of thing. What What are you thinking? Where do you think it's going here for the Doctor and Perry? I mean, because I'll be the end... honest,
1: the trouble is, as it stands, I'm still not that bothered about Perry. If anything, this has made her seem weaker. Do you not think she has put
0: up with a lot? And I think they try and make it. But it's too too little, too late at the end, where he's like. I'm the Doctor, whether you like it or not. And he sort of smiles, and then she smiles back like, oh, okay. But it, I don't know, I don't believe that she's okay with it after going through all of that. And it, how, is he just suddenly not unstable anymore? Like, he gets, they try the and make is, it okay.
1: He gets better. Like, he has that moment of like, oh, but I feel empathy for her. So he has that moment, and he says something like, I'll grow on you. Like, I will change. He sort of, that line's turning like, I will. This isn't just who I am, and I will. I'll. I'll. It'll take a while, but I'll grow on you or something. And I think that's where that comes from. That smile. And I was like, I can sort of see that. I think like that's his way of like reaching out to her. That I sort of bought. But it wasn't a great story for her. She, like she just came across as quite.
0: Well, apart from the whole doctor thing in part one, she doesn't have anything to do in the actual story. Like And actually, Hugo is a great character, but he doesn't have a lot to do. It would just be more Doctor and Perry arguing if Hugo wasn't there. He's just sort of thrown into the mix to sort of argue and point a gun at lots of people yeah. every now and then. Yeah, and wear
1: day. a sequin jacket or whatever it was. <laughs> Ten
0: yeah. I think they should have done all the unstable bit. Half, they should have finished with that at the end of Halfway Part 1. You should have ended Part 1 with Them on the same side, okay. This is happening because the whole idea he says he's going to go and be a hermit and she's going to be forced to live with him for hundreds of years and stuff.
1: It's That's written, how they uh, end up there, even the end. I mean, I did have a little giggle to myself at the end when he went, Um, you're so and so, and it's a burman. He's like, Yes, and he's like, I don't like you. <laughs> I, don't like <laughs> I enjoyed the bluntness, it reminded me of like in Father Ted. I think
0: there can be bluntness and brashness and he can have those sort of arrogance. that's
1: where ego comes from yeah
0: but i don't think you because the perry is the audience and all the kids watching and everything like that and i don't think you can have a doctor turn around and try and strangle your companion i think that is too far and i think they put it in there to show how unstable and it's all but i i just don't think it was it's a bit tasteless and it's it's very 80s and i don't th- that would not happen that's not going to happen now imagine if that happened now if it just doesn't i
1: think tasteless is the word i can kind of see why they've done it i feel like when we see characters that are a bit crazy and unstable they do things like that so i can see that but i think it is tasteless i agree i think that is the exact word for it
0: yeah and I just, I just wonder what the actors think, having this been like. I suppose he's the new Doctor. He's going to go along with it, and it's sort of his idea in a way to be like, okay, let's all make him a bit brash and a bit unstable, so we're not sure about him. But you end a series, and then you've got like a year or whatever, or six months. You leave the audience with that. Are they going to tune in for the next one after they've just seen that? You know, it's you need just to
1: have something like the the last sort of bit did redeem it a little bit for me and that he put he sort of makes a promise of like i'm not always going to be like this and that kind of gave me some sort of redemption um to acknowledge it right i think at least it's acknowledged do i like the doctor right now again i'm not that first that's where i'm left with both of them i'm not that first there's no i'm not like no i don't i don't feel anything towards them either of them and I think that's a worse place to be than loving or hating someone. I'd rather hate someone and have a feeling than I feel nothing. And I feel nothing.
0: We've had a complete cast change from the beginning of this season to the end. All change. Um, but um, no, but Colin Baker is wonderful. This is me meeting him this year. I've met him loads of times. He's he's great.
1: Ah, look at
0: him. <laughs> he's absolutely wonderful. Um and he has got his fans out there but i think at the time it was a bit of a i mean that's the idea to make a complete change and a big but i just think maybe those some of those choices were not I think, wise i think
1: like I, for me it's not so much i agree with making choices and changes and it keeps things fresh and alive right but i just also think that you need to understand who this character is at their heart and if you lose that then it's not the same character
0: well and we had new titles i forgot to say with his face in and there's a bit more colour. Well,
1: so I was going to say, right, because I watched one to three on BritBox and then I could not get BritBox to work for the fourth one. So I watched it on BBC. Yeah. On iPlayer. Play, yeah. yeah. And um, I did that. And I, I noticed then it was different, but I wasn't sure if it had been different before or whether...
0: No, it should have been on all of them. So it's his I maybe just have not
1: spotted. But I definitely when I watched the fourth one on iPlayer, I was like, "Gosh, this seems like brighter, and more colour. That's literally what I thought, and I was like, "Was it like this before?" And I didn't notice. Or yeah, is yeah, just like you didn't notice.
0: <laughs> didn't notice for three episodes. There we go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> New to BBC, and it's oh, it's so bright and colourful. There's box all over.
0: Oh God. Well, okay, end of a the season. Then oh, we've done God. another one.
1: BBC. That's crazy.
0: So it'll be Doska's next. Oh, lots of choices there. Lots of decisions there. And some
1: non-choices.
0: <laughs> and some bad, worst moments to pick there. Plenty of those as well. Yeah, it's been a mixed lot this time.
1: And yeah, it's been an f- odd as, season.
0: I think as we head further into the 80s, we are just going to, yeah, get more 80s. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say.
1: What are we are now? The fifth or sixth? Sixth Doctor now, Yeah.
0: Sixth Doctor, yeah. Did you know he was next?
1: No, I, I didn't. No. And, like, until he came on, I was like, oh, it's I, I know of Colin Baker, because his name then comes up in the the last one. His name It comes up as Colin Baker, the Doctor. The Doctor, you know, it comes up twice as a Doctor. Um What's he known
0: for? I mean, he was on I'm a Celebrity a few years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remembered him. I mean, I know of him. I've heard the name Colin Baker. I know who he is and stuff. Um, So I knew he was a Doctor at some point. In the same way that I know at some point, but I don't know when, Sylvester McCoy. So, like, I know of people being it, but I don't know when and I don't know what.
0: That's what our listeners like.
1: <laughs> I really have no idea.
0: <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I will. Um, well, I won't tell you next. So we'll wait till the Doskers next, and then I'll tell you about the next season. Oh, no, actually, I will tell you this about the next season. Okay. So, you can think. so they're all two episodes.
1: Oh, really? But they're all...
0: Uh, but they're 45-minute ones.
1: Okay, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. I can deal with that. That's fine.
0: So they've changed the format a little bit. Because I can
1: do one episode, have a break, and do the second episode, and then I'm done.
0: Oh, actually, no, there's there's one three-parter, which 45-minute. But they're 45-minute episodes now. Okay,
1: so they're bigger episodes now. Yeah. Interesting.
0: But still sort of like a four-parter, but just done into two. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but you liked it when that other one was,
1: yeah. So yeah, that's, like I mean, I think I'll find it easier actually, yeah, in some ways. It's almost easier to just sit and watch. It's when it stops and you're like, oh my gosh, I've got more of this to do. When it's <laughs> yeah. just like there and presented to me, that's almost easier, yeah. Okay, cool,
0: yeah. There we go. Things that well, that's a big, quite a big change. We haven't really had that for. 21 years
1: No that's so. a huge change That's a big change To have made the episodes longer is a big change
0: Okay well we shall uh, see you all For the Doskers And then after that season 22 We'll begin with the sixth Doctor and Perry Our favourites
1: <laughs> And our members can vote In the doctors. Yes we'll,
0: we'll send that out very very soon um, And then we need to decide what cake We're going to make as well <laughs> so let big, us know
1: all the big decisions <laughs>
0: uh but in the meantime follow us on instagram and twitter to watch who and at, uh you can join us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash to watch who thanks we had some new people sign up recently oh, so lovely. thank you very thank much you. uh and yeah make sure if you are a member vote in our doskers uh so you can influence the winner of the hero award yeah. Yeah. Ooh, who's like? G- yeah, we've got some good contenders this time.
1: bye, bye. two.
0: Watch who.